Welcome to Ladies Talking Leafs, episode number six of season four. I'm Chris. And I'm Syl. And it's the final show for this year for Ladies Talking Leafs. And uh, we're going to be talking some leaves and have some fun going into the Christmas and New Year break. Yeah, so before we get on with that, a couple of quick notes from the NHL meetings that were held on December 12th and 13th. Uh, first of all, the salary cap is probably only going to go up a million dollars, which obviously didn't go over very well with the GMs that were at the at the meetings. And the other thing that was mentioned at the meetings was the possibility of adding a play-in or wild card round before the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, Bettman was quick to shoot that down, uh, saying there's really no issue with the current playoff format. Um, I beg to differ with that. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I guess it might add a little bit of interest. Maybe. I mean, it is a money-making thing, I think, like bottom right. line to have that like that's and you would think that well, he would want to do that based on that <laughs> I, I kind of but, feel like this is a, a leaf problem because we don't hang around long enough for them to make any money so maybe true. they figure if there's a play in although you know normally we finish higher than that so um yeah. but uh I don't know anyway yeah, it's uh right. it's, cap, it's all about the money yeah and that salary cap thing is I mean, I don't know. It's something to do with the players having to pay back the owners, I guess. Something yeah. to do with that. It's something that us fans, I don't think it's when it comes down to the numbers and everything, it's like we're not interested really too much in mm-hmm. that kind of detail. We know it, it's, I don't know. I Personally, I think that it probably could go up more than a million dollars, like at least maybe two or three. Um, and I can see why the most GMs weren't happy about it, but nothing much you can do if that's what it is. And that's, that's the way it is. And they're going to have to work around it. But that kind of, like we've mentioned during the last couple of years, that I guess Kyle Dubas's plan um, did not take into account having this lovely salary cap issue. No, no. And I mean, the Leafs aren't the only team that are uh, hamstrung by that either. Yeah. So yeah. There's a lot of creative maneuvering going uh, around uh, pretty yeah. much everywhere. Yeah, that's for sure. Okay, so on a Leaf-related note, um, Alex Rindell, who I personally didn't even, I think I heard his name <laughs> at some point, but he No, when, when I read that, I'm like, I'm like, who? <laughs> <laughs> he had his contract terminated by the Leafs. And uh, so that, I think, is a move basically to give them one spot, um, one open spot left for a contract because they were already at the limit Mm -hmm. and give them some flexibility. So to me, I thought, and a lot of people in, in the leaf, uh, talk, um, world, they all thought that, you know, something's getting set up for a possible move. Um, but yeah, um, there was a move actually. It was, uh, but it wasn't really related to that. It was with Dennis Maligan yesterday because uh, we're recording this on the Tuesday evening. Um, yeah, Dennis Maligan was traded uh, to Colorado for Dryden Hunt, who's 27 years old, six foot, 193 pounds. So a little bit of a different uh, look there. Mm-hmm. And and then the other thing I'll, to do, quick note for the Leafs, is to see that RD is getting uh, healthy finally. Um, Brody's back. Jordy Ben has been cleared to play and Morgan Riley has started skating and will probably be back in the new year. So all that is good news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So as far as uh, Dennis Melgan goes, um, yeah, he wasn't really adding uh, too much value, uh, given especially where where the, where where it was best to use him. So he turned out to be not the best fit. And well, I mean, um, he was given he was given more than enough opportunity to yes, play with ample Marner opportunity and to to make his yeah. mark. So and he wasn't doing anything. And this uh, Dryden Hunt from. Basically, you kind of know what what he is. He is a fourth line depth player, let's say, but at least mm-hmm. he brings some he brings some toughness. Apparently, he's uh, he's in the top ten for hits per game, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's a good but thing. And I do think that they want to see if he can kind of rekindle his score, scoring touch from his junior days because he did used to yeah. be able to put the puck in the net. So I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. I don't think he he's not going to be there's I mean, there's no such thing as an enforcer anymore, but he's no, he's basically I don't think the last couple of games versus the Rangers and uh, and the Capitals. I think they I guess I think they could see they could lead. They need a little bit of a bigger lineup, let's just say, or right. Or yeah. gives Sheldon Keefe, like he said, it gives him an option to have a little bit of size in the lineup. So that's good. And as for Dennis Melgan, I mean, he's going to he's gonna get ample opportunity there in Colorado as well, because they're another team that is uh, struggling with injuries. So yeah. Um, anyway, I think this is probably the end of the Dennis Melgan relationship, I would think, <laughs> now, yeah, finally. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now a reminder of our of our holiday giveaway where one lucky winner can win a pair of Leaf tickets. We'll talk about this a little later in the show. And you can visit our social media for the complete details on how to win this awesome prize. So now let's get into the show, uh, starting with the good, the bad, and the ugly. And we're going to run our very first Ladies Talking Leafs Christmas gift reel. And for our third period segment, we want to give a few shout outs to our listeners and social media followers. So without any further ado, let's talk Leafs. The good, the bad, the ugly for the final time in 2022, anyways. Um, so, my good, I actually I forget who I chose originally, but I changed my mind and I went with Pontus Holmberg. So, I really like this kid, 23 years old. We drafted him, he's homegrown talent, drafted him 158th overall in 2018. I actually personally think or thought that he could have actually replaced Dennis Malkin while Malkin was here and went on, and went on the wing, but uh, to, to try him up there. But um, yeah, I mean, part of his development, I read up on him a little bit. Part of his development was in playing in the Swedish hockey league. Um, and he actually had the most playoff points for the team en route to winning the championship in 2021 with his Swedish hockey team. The it's Vargo or Vaxo. Sorry. I didn't pronounce that very good, but uh, but anyhow, it has little a- accents over the A and the O. Um, but yeah, so he won a championship, which is always good to have that kind of uh, winning attitude and to experience that. And um, yeah, it I think 
it's maybe one of what Kyle Dubas was referring to last year after the season ended that some of these guys within the system, like you can't just depend on trades. You got to have people within the system. And this one seems to have worked out. He's um, he's playing in the fourth line with Aston Reese and uh, right now, Joey Anderson on the other side. But, um, but yeah, I, I'm liking what he's, what he's doing. He's, he, don't really notice him out there so that has to be a good thing huh? and yeah um, he yeah he doesn't make a lot of mistakes that's for sure yeah and that's what uh that's what i guess Kyle, um Kyle Dubas uh, Sheldon Keefe was saying too that he's seems doesn't make a lot of mistakes and low maintenance kind of guy so that's that's good so yeah i i agree he's very calm cool and collected for such a young guy and you know, I think they thought they were just going to give him a shot and then he was going to be one of those guys that move up and down, but he certainly made a case uh, for staying up with the big club. Yeah. All right. So what's your good? Okay. So my good is uh, depth scoring, actually. Maybe not for the last two games, but over the last four games, uh, we have seen an increase in goals from so-called non-core four players, uh, led, of course, by Michael Bunting, who's really been lighting it up. Um, over this stretch, um, we've seen goals also from Kerfoot, Brody, Engvall, and Joey Anderson, who you just mentioned. So, um, I don't know, it's, it, I think we need to see this more on a consistent basis, but it was good, uh, to see, uh, some, you know, more people chipping in over the last few. Yeah, and just noticing out there, like finally, like yeah. the last few games, Aston Reese as well. Um, oh yeah, Aston definitely. Reese, you've noticed him, and um, again, I, he was another player I was thinking could move up in the lineup and play with uh, JT and uh, and Marner. But then Yarn Croak has come back tonight, so mm-hmm. that didn't that didn't happen. But um, but I just thought his, I guess his uh, chippiness or his uh, grit would would kind of fill that role on the left side that's really a problem right now on the left side of that on that second line so yeah definitely um, but we've no but going back to your depth scoring um yeah I think he's he's made a an improvement there and Engvall is finally showing a little bit more consistency showing that speed and uh and from game to game and and Mm -hmm. producing a little bit so and we're definitely going to need that um the only thing um kind of leads into my bad <laughs> but uh, it's you have to look at the third lines of the other teams or the bottom six of the other teams that unfortunately we're probably going to play in the playoffs which is in the first round which is either Boston or Tampa and I was looking at Boston's let's say third line their third line is Taylor Hall Charlie Coyle and Trent Frederick mm-hmm. and I and and then I look at our th- third line of Kerfoot, Camp, and Engvall, and I'm like, I don't know. I think it's that. I think it's the Taylor Hall factor that really uh, <laughs> kind of changes it up a little bit there. Um, when you look at that matchup, let's say to say their third line versus our third line, but um, and then and then of course you have Tampa. Tampa, I think it's it's more the fourth line, but um, that. Like they have like Corey Perry and Maroon and Ross Colton, I guess it is. So, um, but yeah, so with the depth scoring though, yeah, it's definitely good to see. And we'll need that. We'll need that moving forward. 
So well, then that leads right into yeah, it leads your bad. into the bad, which is what I was saying. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just this whole thing that the Bruins just keep on winning. Um, the Leafs are right now, as of Tuesday night, we're eight points behind the Bruins and they have a game in hand. So that's not great. And they've just been winning constantly. I don't know. Everybody keeps saying it has to end at some point mm-hmm. that they're, um, but, uh, I don't know. They had the injuries in the beginning of the year. Marchand wasn't playing and, um, and Charlie Co- or not Charlie Coyle, uh, McAvoy was out so but they managed to with i guess get through that and uh yeah they're they're on top of the atlantic division and then tampa who we're playing tonight is only three points behind us with two games in hand so yeah and i, I think know. buffalo is creeping up too they're oh, they're only yeah. one point behind uh tampa i mean not really too worried about them but yeah. um yeah but they're there i guess still mm-hmm. um i don't know yeah, it's so this this goes back to that the the whole thing about Gary Bettman saying there's nothing wrong with the format. I mean, yes, you're going to have to beat the best teams at some point during the playoffs, but come on. Do we always yeah. have to to play our Stanley Cup final in the first round? The first round, yeah. Yeah, that's like, the issue. We're the best division, the Atlantic. Yeah. The best. It's the hardest division, it's the best division with the best teams um all crowded up top and we all, yeah, like you said, it's we're playing the Stanley Cup in the first round. So mm-hmm. anyhow, we'll have to deal with it. So that's my bad. And what was your bad? So mine is, um, you know, especially over the last couple games, uh, some old habits seem to be sneaking back in. And I don't know if it's if it's uh, that it was just more glaring in those last two games versus the Caps and the Rangers because it was a much more uh, tighter, heavier checking type of game played with a lot of speed or, um, but even, you know, in the Calgary game also, that's a little bit of a heavier team. Um, our, our four checking has not seemed to be quite as diligent as it was. Uh, we're giving up the puck more easily in the face of increased pressure. And um, yeah, so we're, we normally are have a lot, quite a lot of giveaways generally, but that just makes them that much more glaring. And they're they're leading to going into our net in in yeah. these last couple. Yeah, I think too. I guess Tavares may have. I think we actually mentioned this a lot, or you had asked me the last show that if we thought Tavares was slowing down a little bit. I didn't think so, but I I thought on uh, these last couple of games you could see him let's just say not as you couldn't notice him as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it was pointed out. I heard that uh, on the draws, he wasn't doing very well. No, especially, I know, especially yeah. in that last game. Yeah. So, which is unlike him. Yeah. We, but that sort of makes sense then, because if he's not starting with the puck, then it's harder, True. obviously. Right. So no, and it's if, harder to possess the puck if we're for losing the draws yes. a little bit more than usual. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that's part of it. And then the physicality part, I think the Rangers actually said that they were, that was part of their plan. They wanted to be more physical on us and that. And well, those are just things, I mean, to me, I didn't notice it that much to say that they were that much physical, but uh, because I always think of just the playoffs and how it's even, it's like, it's very physical, obviously, in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's high octane. It's nothing close to that, that game. But, um, but yeah, so 
I don't know. And then, I mean, obviously you're going to have a little bit of a, a letdown after the whole Marner streak ended. and Yeah. And, everything. and of course, lo and behold, where did they go? New York City. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder what they were doing there. Right? <laughs> yeah. New York City at Christmas? At Christmas. There's really nothing to do there. No. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Right. And it actually leads into our ugly, too, because of yes. that two-game little trip that we just had over the on the Friday and the Saturday. Yeah. Um, it was a two-game losing streak that we have now, back-to-back losses. So, Well, and then I guess the ugly part of it is that we didn't really seem like we were in either game. Yeah. So, And I just, I thought it was pretty ugly that, you know, poor Samsonov goes back to his former home rink and gets hung out to dry like that. I mean, yeah, he he let in some bad ones, but he didn't get a lot of support either. And I really wanted more for him than that, you know? Yeah. But what do you think the idea? I heard that some people were saying like, because he did say that he was a little bit nervous going into yeah. the game. And they're saying, well, do you really want a a goaltender like that, let's just say if he's nervous going back home, let's just say for from his first team, do you really want a goaltender like that to have that kind of attitude going into game one of the playoffs? Yeah, but, you know, I thought about that, but it's not really the same because, I mean, the only re- way it would be is if we end up playing Washington at some point, you know, right, then yeah. he's going to have to get over it. Uh, but yeah. he doesn't seem to really have any trouble getting up for anybody else. But there's bad feelings there, the way he left, you know, them pretty much just cutting him loose. Um, you know, I'm he like has that. friends there. It's sort of a little bit of a different situation. Plus, I was wondering what uh, Ovechkin said to him there in the crease. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I was like, it had to be something I, in I, Russian. I, I'm really rusty on my Russian lip reading, so I couldn't yeah. make it out. But uh, <laughs> um yeah, pro- I don't. That's I don't probably know. what made him nervous. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I guess you know he's used to having like OV bombs coming at him uh, in practice, so he knows what True. to expect at least. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, even if he was nervous at the start, like generally he settles down. Yeah. So, yeah. but you know he didn't get much help either. So. No, I the defense know. was not good. You could tell, no. like even Giordano and um, I guess Hall just all the pairings in general, like we really, I don't know. I, I feel that we need, we need Morgan Riley back as soon as possible. Yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. missing him uh, in on, on there just to kind of solidify our pairings more. And um, yeah, so they've, they've carried us this far and, you know, yeah. really more power to them for basically going above and beyond, but it's not yeah. sustainable. That's for no. sure. Okay. So we can't, be too upset with our Leafs given their play of late. I mean, they did have a what was it a fifteen game point streak going, mm-hmm. so that's uh, that's good. And um, but since it's getting close to Christmas, uh, we thought of a few special gifts to give our guys. So let's roll the first ever Ladies Talking Leafs Christmas gift reel. Yes, so it is the holiday season. So we are taking a festive approach to our highlight reel. So in no particular order. In giving out our gifts, we just have a few ideas for what we would give to our Maple Leafs for Christmas. Yeah, so <laughs> this is fun. Um, we're going to start off with the goalie, starting from the back end out. Um, so our gift to Matt Murray and 
Ilya Samsonov is a tour of the Hockey Hall of Fame. So we just thought on this idea, we just thought that Murray could share with us his cup winning experience with the Pens and and Samsonov can even give us some background on the Russian hockey section there at the Hockey Hall of Fame. We thought we'd have some fun with that. And um, oh, and then Sil came up with this extra. So Sil, what's the extra that we're going to give them? So I, we'd also like to give them each an annual pass for yoga classes <laughs> because you got to keep those groins stretchy and resilient. Yes, over the over the holidays, they got to keep that, even though they're only off That's for right. four or five days. But they got to mm-hmm. keep they got to keep limber. Let's just say, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. So from the goalies, we go to the the defense. So we all know the D has been decimated by injuries. So we want to take them to the spa and give them some time to relax and get rejuvenated and to help them on the ice a little bit more and keep them safe. We're also gifting them with some heavy duty shin pads so they can shot block fearlessly. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Not many of them do the shot block, but they No, uh, but if they have really good shin pads, uh, maybe they feel, you know, a little bit less nervous about it. Yes, I think so. Yeah, Sil came up with that shin pad idea too. So I, I think uh, I thought it was a good idea, but then I thought they don't really block shots that often. <laughs> but yes, it might help them to think about doing that in a in a proper in a proper way. Mm-hmm. Not the way not the way Mitch did that the other night off of his foot. I don't know what he did. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so on to the forwards. So this one actually is my favorite one. We want to take them out for a special Christmas dinner at Bun- Michael Bunting's favorite Scarborough restaurant, Wimpy's. <laughs> it's the location on Kingston Road. I'm not sure which crossroad, but I know it's on Kingston Road. And in addition, we're going to give them each a copy of the book, The Champion's Mind, How Great Athletes Think, Train, and Thrive by Jim Afrimo. I think it's Afrimo. Afrimo. Mm-hmm. Again, Sil came up with this extra <laughs> on the book. I was more on the wimpy side, <laughs> but uh, no, anyhow, they it, need. I I thought they they need something to remember us by too. So they needed not, like a walk away gift. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, so they, I guess, here too. The idea is so that they can keep, get their minds prime for the playoffs, which is a good idea too. So yeah, I I think we'll ha- enjoy the lunch or dinner first at the wimpies, and then, definitely. Uh, and then and then present them with this book. So, oh, yes. And then one extra, big extra, actually, for JT, for our captain. Uh, since he's played great to this point in the season, and he is our captain, we would like to give him an extra gift of a new pair of Maple Leaf PJs. And since the Islander fans nicknamed him Pajama Boy, we just figured it's high time he finally got a new pair, <laughs> a fresh <laughs> pair of PJs with the Maple Leafs. So yeah, um, that's that's our uh, that's our gifts for our forwards there. And we also do have an extra gift for our longest surfing serving Leaf, uh, Morgan Riley. We wanted to take him on a tour of Maple Leaf Gardens, and which is now called the Madame Athletic Center. Um, out of everyone, we believe he'll most appreciate this trip down memory lane. Uh, the building in, inside is different, but there are still many things that have stayed the same. And in addition, we'd like to give him a souvenir playoff program from 1993. Hopefully that will inspire some success. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's um, I 
that will be fun as well. The uh, the tour of Maple Leaf Gardens. There's mm-hmm. lots of um, different, I guess, some of the, well, obviously the brick is there that we could show them with all the pictures inside that are still there. And then once you go into the arena, actually, it's it's still there's still things there that that we can point out to him and give share share with him some of the memories and excitement we had there and hopefully bring us more excitement in the spring here. Mm-hmm. So last but not least to the coaching staff. So we are going to send the coaching staff on a spiritual retreat so that they can tap into their inner wisdom and learn to be calm in the face of adversity. We'll also throw in some bigger iPads complete with a case of disinfecting wipes. And those yes. disinfecting wipes, of course, still came up with that. <laughs> well, that, can you imagine how disgusting they are on the bench? Yeah. Like, she, I don't know if you've ever smelled hockey gloves, but, ooh, they're pretty <laughs> gross. So, yeah. Actually, she sent, I read that as I was watching the game uh, this or I read her comment to add in there when we're when I was watching the game versus the Caps and they were actually using the iPad at that point and I was like oh, yeah she's probably I think that's right. when I came up with the idea <laughs> yeah. yeah but um yeah that's uh so those are our gifts to our to our Maple Leafs for this uh for this year and yes we hope that they enjoy them we hope that they enjoy they definitely them. came from the heart. Yeah. And uh, who knows, maybe one of them will listen and they'll want to take us up on an offer. I'm willing. Mm-hmm. Actually, we could we could even take them to Tim's because of that whole Tim's thing with. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> with Willie and Bunting. And uh, I don't and know, Austin. though, would it feel like we're taking them to work, though? I don't know. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. Yeah. We had fun celebrating our LEAF team, and um, but now we want to celebrate you. So we're going to take a little time to thank our listeners and followers in a very special way. Yeah, so for our third period segment, um, that's what we're going to do. This is our final show for 2022, and we want to thank some of our social media fans and loyal listeners. Uh, Before we get into that, though, we do want to remind you about our Mary Leaf giveaway. Mary Leafy giveaway, actually. Sorry, I should have said Leafy giveaway. (laughs) Um, For this holiday season, we're giving away a pair of Leaf tickets for the game on January 23rd versus the New York Islanders. Yes, so you can find the full details on how to enter on all of our social media channels. But here is a quick review. All you need to do is write a review about our podcast on whatever app you use to listen to us. Tell us what you like about our show and your favorite episode and why. And if there isn't an option to write a review on the app that you use, you can also email us at Ladies Talkin' Leafs. That's L-A-D-I-E-S-T-A-L-K-I-N-L-E-A-F-S at gmail.com. Yeah, and uh, we got a few entries, so uh, we're just going to give you an example of one that we received from Sarah, who sent us an email. So I'm just going to read this here. And so Sarah said that she's a recent hockey fan within the past three years that she started a major interest in sports um, and watching sports. She's a big Leafs fan and and has always been, but have become much more passionate fan over the past few years. Having women who are passionate about the sport and sharing 
our insight um, for the ladies has allowed us ha- has allowed an amazing opportunity for personal growth and myself to learn about the game of hockey. So that's a part of it, anyway. So um, we appreciate Sarah for taking the time writing a review, and uh, yeah, and if you. I mean, we hope you can write the review to enter for the tickets, obviously. But if you just want to do the rating as well, there's options there on Spotify uh, for ratings. Um, but you do have to do the review to uh, to enter for this uh, for the leaf ticket. So good. And luck. that gives Sarah one entry into the contest. Yeah. Yeah. So good luck to everyone who does enter. And the deadline is December 31st. So there's still plenty of time to get that in. Uh, maybe. Do it before you eat the turkey on on Christmas Day or, or your family celebrations or or on Boxing Day when you're just relaxing. So, uh, But now we're going to take some time to thank a few of our listeners and social media followers, starting off with a few of the Facebook groups um, that allow us to share our podcast drops announcements with their followers. So we want to give a big thank you to Facebook group Friends of the Toronto Maple Leafs and a couple of their admin who regularly check out our Facebook page, and that's Cody Ogle and Chris McMahon. Uh, Thanks also to female fans of the Toronto Maple Leafs and their admin admin Marlene Prosser and Dee Erickson. Uh, We were, were honored to have a Facebook Live session with the group, and we look forward to doing this again with them in the new year. Yeah. And uh, another group that we follow that lets us uh, share our podcast uh, announcements is the Toronto Maple Leafs Central group, uh, Leafs Nation, and diehard Toronto Maple Leafs fans. So thank you to all those uh, groups on Facebook. And um, yeah, and we hope that uh, a lot of the, the followers there, I'm sure, uh, they've liked our posts and uh, hopefully they a lot of them have been tuning into our show. Yeah, and it definitely, you know, I want to thank them also for, you know, making the Leaf season fun. Uh, these groups, uh, they actually are very passionate fans and they they do a lot uh, to encourage the dialogue. And, um, and of course, that adds fun to the season. So, and also some top fans of our page that we would like to uh, shout out are Teresa Polito, Gary Tobin, Russell McDonald, Paul Baker, Ron Ashley, and Cheryl Tekka. Oka. Hope I said that right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to read a couple of comments from that we had from our recently from our Facebook posts. Uh, one from Russell McDonald. Um, he wrote just recently with the passing of, of Boreas Alming, he, he wrote about, um, he said, just a thought, since, since the night the Leafs paid tribute to Boria and then sadly he passed, is it karma or spirits from above that this team is on fire. This was during the streak, uh, the winning streak, and Nylander is ablaze. So I was, I was, I really liked that comment when uh, when he mm-hmm. shared the, that with us on on uh, on face on one of our Facebook posts. So I thought that was uh, a really good comment. And it was true. Like the team was like after that, everything that happened, and I do wish they would have kept the p- patches on their jerseys. Mind you, the patch, the Boria patch. I don't know why they. Yeah, maybe it off, they need but. to bring it back. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And then um, the other comment was from Cheryl Takaoka. And she actually, it reminded, it kind of reminded me of you, Syl, because she made a comment on an earlier post in the year. Um, her favorite player is Mike Palmatier. Mm. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. And so then she wrote, I'm just going to get it here. 
Yeah, she's like her favorite goalie as a kid. He she remembers all the great glove saves that he used to make. Right? Mm-hmm. So I just thought that was uh, kind of cool, and it reminded me of, of you with the because you love Mike Palmatera as well. Yes, I did, and I I remember all of his crazy poke checks like coming out so yeah. far out of the crease. <laughs> oh, he was wild. Line. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you to uh, yeah to all of our Facebook uh, followers on uh, and for all for all that they've uh, that they share with us and that they follow us. And for our Twitter followers, we want to thank some fair who follows us all the way from Argentina and regularly checks out our tweets. And we also want to thank Pam Wood and Laura, who is at Music Chick Art as well. Yeah, and um, a few of the media members we also want to thank. So um, David Alter from Sports Illustrated Media Group, uh, Chris Johnston, who's on TSN, and um, and Craig Button also from TSN. And uh, a guest, actually, and a regular guest, we give a special thank you to uh, Mike Ajello, a.k.a. otherwise known as Mike in Buffalo, who we've had as a regular guest on our on our show. And uh, we'll be seeing more of him next year. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so definitely tune in for those episodes. Yeah. So these are obviously only a few of the people who support and listen to our show. And of course, we want to thank everyone for listening and following us. And thank you so much to all of you. It means so much to us from the bottom of our hearts. Yeah. All right. So we're going to go through the upcoming games on the schedule. Um, we got the game that's going on right now versus the Lightning, which is a big one. Um, and then Thursday ver- is the next gen game where they're going to be using wearing those, um, I guess, the Biebers. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are they called? The reversible ones, uh, jerseys. That's, yeah, that's uh, going to be kind of a fun game. It's an afternoon game, so it is a little bit different. And it's the Christmas break. And then the next week, they go on the road to St. Louis, Arizona, and Colorado on New Year's Eve before coming back home. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, what Mitch does on the next-gen game because normally <laughs> he just lights it up for the kids. So Yeah, yeah, no, he definitely— Hopefully he can start a new streak that night, that day, afternoon, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, no, he definitely—he loves those games. He always— uh, uh, he always seems to have a big game on those uh, next gen games. So that'll be a good one. And it's Philly. So hopefully, I don't know, tor- torts won't have anything uh, <laughs> big planned for, for us on Thursday afternoon. But, um, but yeah, and then the other games next week going out West, uh, I'm sure going to a mullet arena in Arizona is going to be so exciting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's going to be interesting. Yeah, actually, I heard on the news yesterday, their new arena, I mean, it's, I don't know why Gary, Gary Bettman just doesn't give it up, but he'll never give it up. He Their new arena, which still won't be approved, even if, well, I think it's another few months, they have to vote on it again, like the public has to vote. Mm-hmm. But their new arena is going to be built on a landfill site. So even Ew. after... Yeah, so even so, we're not going there again on a road trip. I yeah, know no, that. Thank you. Um, so even after it is approved in Tempe, is where is they're supposed to be building this new arena. It's the land has to sit open, obviously, because it is a landfill site. It has to, I guess, rejuvenate itself for like two to three years before they can actually build anything. So, so they're, they're going to be at this mullet arena for that long. 
Yes. And we're wow. going to fu- and we're funding this because yeah. we we no are kidding. the most profitable team obviously or one of the most pro- which is ridiculous. I mm-hmm. I don't know why they're doing this. But anyways, and then Colorado on uh, on New Year's Eve. I don't know if we played New Year's Eve game in a in a long time, but we'll see. Um so and uh yeah, and then and then that's it for 2022. So, well, the St. Louis one might be interesting considering all the grumblings with uh, Ryan O'Reilly yeah. potentially uh, joining yeah. our team at some point down the line. Uh, so uh, that should be a little interesting. I'm sure there will be quite a lot of chatter that night yeah. about that as well. Yeah, I don't know if, uh, is Tyler Bozak still playing there or is he injured? Yeah, or, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Between him JVR JVR is on the block as well. I know yeah, that. I've I heard actually some somebody mentioned the potential of him coming to our team. Coming back, obviously, yeah. obviously, you know, because you've got like a guy who can finish at the net, so that's never a bad thing. Uh, but it would have to be they would have to keep money for sure. So like all of it almost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's getting. I can't getting... believe how lucky he got with that contract. Yes, like yeah, really. And then mm-hmm. Freddie, I don't know. They have in Carolina. They have uh, going with former Leafs in Carolina. They have like some. I don't know what the guy's name is. Some goalie is really playing well now. They're. Um, it's like I guess while well, Freddie's been out, and he mm-hmm. hasn't played since that. She's, game. Is he going to lose his job to another I guy again? I think so. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. I think dude. we. Bro- I think we may have brought him bad luck because it's ever we since- broke him. We yeah, broke Freddie. When we visited Carol, when we went on our road trip to Carolina, but mm. anyhow. Um, all right. So that's all we got for today's show. Be sure to follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Our handle is at LTL1917. And over the holidays, check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel too. We have lots of videos there from games that we've been to and our latest road trip to Carolina too. So we can, uh, you can check that out. And our handle, our YouTube handle is the same at LTL 1917. And another way to help us out is by visiting our Kofi page at Kofi.com. You can follow us there. And if you choose to, you can support us by buying us a coffee. Any donation goes towards helping us produce the show and making it even better for you. So you can find the link to our Kofi page on our show notes or in any of our social media profile pages. Yeah, and as always, we want to thank our healthcare workers and first responders for everything that they do. Um, and we want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and a Happy Healthy New Year. So thanks as always for listening. Till next year. Go leaves go. Do you believe?